Thank God. How long gone? We're back, baby. Everybody's in the in the mainland United States for the first time in weeks. Uh, Chris Black coming to you live from the St. Regis Hotel in Houston, Texas. Horns up. You know what I'm saying? Jason, where are you? I am doing a rare podcast from my house. <laughs> this is the first time I'm recording an episode of How Long Gone in what seems like months where I don't have to hold the microphone with my own, uh, with my hand. I can use a mic stand and a, a nice pop filter. So, you know, the audio quality, at least on my end, is going to be A+. Plus. I don't know. How, how's the acoustics over there in Houston? I mean, it's look, it's it's the room is obviously spacious. We're on the 12th floor. So, you know, unfortunately, unlike you, I'm not in a single. I'm more in a suite environment. So it could be a little echoey. <laughs> uh, yeah. OK, so getting <laughs> yeah, getting okay. a suite right, in guy. Houston is like uh, is like winning the Special Olympics. Is that the kind of vibe? I know that's a that's an so, insensitive something joke, like, something an, like that. insensitive comparison nowadays, but. You know, if the listeners have a, a better one that I can use in 2021, unfortunately, it's uh, it's been tried and true for me over the years. Well, luckily for you, I mean, I'm, I'm surprised we got this this upgrade because there is a um, small dick festival here. It's called the McLaurin Auto Fest. Oh, where, come where on, bro. A bunch of guys that can't afford $300,000 supercars are gathered to wear hats that say McLaren. <laughs> um, and... Like, I just know you can't afford this car. Bro, your girlfriend has a Kate Spade purse in 2021. <laughs> You're trying to tell me you got a $30,000, $300,000 super. I don't know. There's believe, a lot of people you know, who like cars that can't afford that car. I mean, that's just a thing. I'm sure the hats are very nice, though, right? There's lots of things that I like that I can't afford, but I don't wear, I, I don't project that I do own them by wearing the merchandise. Mm. No one, no one, look, when you got the broke down Shinola watch on and the McLaren <laughs> hat, we ain't, you ain't fooling okay, us. Okay, what's the difference between broke down and bust down? Uh, maybe our Hodinky listeners could, <laughs> could fill me in. Broke down means bad. Yeah. Bust down means aftermarket diamonds added okay. to it. I mean, it's it's been it's been outfitted with some aftermarket accoutrements. Okay. Yeah, but but so there's there's a, that's the gathering here. But I also just uh, as we were leaving the 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 restaurant for a, for a breakfast, there was a um, sweet sixteen going on in the high tea room here. Okay. Um, which was which was extremely loud and giggly. Damn, you guys, you ate breakfast. Damn, you really are down bad, aren't you, bro? I had to do. I did Barry's Houston this morning. Let me tell you about that scene, King. Mm -hmm. It's really something. <laughs> okay. Uh, people show up like fifteen minutes late and look at their Apple Watch like the whole class. It's just absolutely <laughs> insane. To, it's insane to show up late for a thirty-five dollar workout class. <laughs> like it's it's absolutely insane to just flush. I just don't get like I just don't get it. It's also a Sunday morning. It's like it's like traffic. Like what's your excuse? Number one, I've I've noticed that the only people that really seem to wear Apple watches are just losers, mom moms who don't live in big cities now. It's just it's just only moms. Even even yeah, onlymoms.com. They have great Apple watches and and they're getting all their steps in and they're making sure that their, their photo the albums That's are syncing with their children. I believe the Apple Watch has turned into a classic um I'm out of shape, but I count my steps and get to talk about my steps. Like that matters mm -hmm. to people. Yeah, leave leave my mom out of this, all right? And your mom. No, my mom my mom does count her steps, uh but And my girlfriend's mom. My mom's in pretty good shape though, you saw. 
She keeps it. She Actually, keeps don't it comment on that. Don't, don't comment. Don't, never mind. I'm sorry. You sure you want to walk down <laughs> why, that path, brother? Why, why, why did I do this? <laughs> uh, but yeah, so, so that's the, that was the vibe this morning, but it was a packed class and, and Barry's has introduced something new, Jason. Is this a Houston exclusive or is this nationwide? I, I don't think it's nationwide, but I do think it is, it is, uh, rolling out in some tertiary markets. Okay. Uh, as, as we like to say here on the podcast. But so I think what's going on is a there's there's so this this berries has two rooms. Okay. One is the one is the classic berries uh class and then one is called berries lift and it's just 50 minutes of weight training with no treadmills in the room. So they're running both rooms at the same time to make even more even more money. Okay, that that seems more my speed. So much like your um your hundred seventy five dollar hotel suite in Houston, it has two <laughs> rooms. It has two rooms. Uh, this doesn't even have two rooms. It has a large seating area. But yes, it does have Got the, it. the berries does have two rooms. You can take breakfast in the nook if if one chooses to. Yeah, but the, the nook is two giant uh brown leather club chairs, a la George W. Bush. Maybe would would sit in. What my favorite Houstonian. <laughs> but yeah. So anyway, I just noticed that new thing at berries. I'm not going to try it because I like to run. But I think for people who don't like running, um, yeah, I was going to say berries lift really seems right up my alley. We can we can do one. Don't worry, Austin, Texas. I've already signed up for berries. So so I you know if you want to join me uh at 8:30 we'll on tu- on Tuesday, the day of our show, you're more than welcome to. Is that AM or PM? That's, that's, that is, although I do like the idea of me doing a night berries straight into the Escalade right to the stage. There's a little sweat still beating mm-hmm. on your on your Bodhi shirt. It's mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, that just keeps you loose. It just keeps me loose. But yeah, anyway, so uh, Houston's been pretty good. We, we, we did our, our uh, a portion of our art crawl yesterday, which was the intention of this trip. So I saw a lot of beauty, which which is honestly really nice. Because there's not much else for you in Houston. I mean, a lot of people might be a little shocked, not shocked, but surprised perhaps to hear that of all the of all the destinations for you to take a mini vacay, mm-hmm. you would choose Houston, Texas. But obviously you're there because they have a a bubbling uh, art scene. Mo- is it modern? Is it contemporary? Uh, it's What's, it's is it? all of the above. Well, the the Deminal family, there's there's their museum, which is pretty interesting. And then on the grounds of that museum, they have like a Dan Flavin building. They have a Twombly museum. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. There's 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 an amazing Ellsworth Kelly uh, outdoor kind of installation. Okay. Uh, uh, really really impressive grounds. And I had been here before and tried to and see. These are all different artists. You're yeah, saying? these are artists. And then also there's this incredible. Uh, St. Basil Philip Johnson designed uh, chapel on a, on a college campus that is walkable. Okay. But there's even more. There's George O'Keefe at the Museum of Fine Arts. There's the Terrell outdoor installation at the, at the uh, at Rice. That's University. Kanye's guy? Yeah, that's, that's the, yeah, Kanye West collaborator, James Terrell. Uh, no, that's, that's, he's a Drake collaborator. Well, actually, Drake just ripped him off. Either way, JT's killing it. Okay. So have you had a chance to sample any of the, international cuisine because that's kind of the only reason why i would go there i learned from different netflix shows that Mm -hmm. it's a very diverse city especially as it pertains to the culinary world well um funny you say that you're sucking down some 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 cambodian shrimp what's no 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 we went to a place called toasted coconut last night that was fucking (laughs) fucking good it's like a little corny and felt like a little it's like i think the cocktail program is like really insane like tiki style so i think people go there to get twisted Mm -hmm. but the food the food was like there was a crazy crunchy rice salad, but the, the the hit for me, which I was not expecting to be this good, was a sweet and sour cauliflower <laughs> that was A+. Plus, I got to say. Hold on to your hat. Hold on this to your fucking a, hats. There's okay, a, so is this, do they do like, I'm, I'm assuming it's part of the 
the Tommy Bahamas no, program, no, or is it's, it the, it's, it's an independent business? It seems to be an independent business, but it was located in. Oh, shit. It, it was, but I mean, it was fucking popping. Like it was like busy. Well, I mean, toasted coconut Saturday night. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't believe you even got a table there. Chief. How many months did you make the res in advance? Six months. Shout out to a friend of the show, Harry Chada, for for hooking me up. Houston resident. He sent me a nice list. Okay. We got a Houston fixer. I want to go places, but I'm not going to go somewhere at nine o'clock because that's the only table I can get. I don't give a fuck like that much. So, mm-hmm. but it was good. It was good. And then, and then the waitress told us about there's a '90s era gay sports bar here that sounds oh. very cool, <laughs> very cool. That I wanted to. Go. I mean, I would obviously like. I to mean, go. what sports bar isn't gay when you really think about it? But I'm I'm willing to hear more. Go ahead. I can't remember what it was called, but she was like, "You got to check that out. That's like a." like a houston classic and i was like yeah if i was with my boyfriend jason we would probably go but unfortunately he's back in i think it's called george is it called yeah. george yeah that's it yeah that's it that's it that's it that's it george country sports bar okay yeah sounds pretty cool i'll check it out and then you know and then i link up with you tomorrow in austin uh for basically our show is like a bachelorette party but with two dudes in a band so hopefully mm-hmm. you know <laughs> people put on their best cowboy hats and kind of come do the honky tonk with me and tj yeah i sure hope so i'm looking forward to hitting tech texas that's for sure i, lo- I love it i love it here and it's not just because you don't have to wear masks <laughs> <laughs> okay okay so there's before before i learned more about that i, I was i was thinking i had hodinky on the mind and i was wondering you know because we've we've talked about it before you trying to freeze the wrist tj i i am not trying to freeze the wrist unless it's some type of cryotherapy i don't <laughs> unless unless emily Oberg gave me a gift certificate for whatever you're talking about i don't really i have a presidential apple watch uh, yeah. five series it's a little you know it's not the yeah. newest piece and and that's intentional you didn't even get the hermes bracelet for that shit you cheap ass motherfucker actually for for my girlfriend's mom's birthday they got her the hermes apple watch strap and it was you know wow i i got to be there as the the box was on on well that's not nice. that's nice I'm, I'm sure you didn't contribute to that present though did you I did not financially <laughs> contribute, but I did <laughs> I did let them know that this present is from all of us. I of course, you signed the card, of course, but you didn't necessarily Yeah, my bang girlfriend was okay out. with that. My my girlfriend was okay with me doing that little white lie, mm-hmm. but her brother was less enthused with me saying that this is this one is in fact from all of us. He's trying to get that bong business off the ground. He needs got to pinch these pennies, bro. He can't be he can't have TJ taking credit where credit ain't due. Yeah, do you uh, do you become a uh, a multi hyphenate multi millionaire bong magnate by spending all your money? No, you don't. You definitely don't. Even even if you choose to live in San Francisco, which is, uh, I mean, we can unpack that. But I'm glad that he let. I'm glad that even though he was upset, he let you take credit where credit wasn't due. Yeah, that, you know, that's that's, that's nice bro. That, sweet you know, guy. He was bro. Little little bro was being an OG. <laughs> but I was I was wondering because there's a lot. You know, America. <clears throat> and the rest of the world is in a little bit of turmoil. There's a lot of strikes going on. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, they're striking over at John Deere. They're striking over at General Mills Cereal. I'm wondering, maybe this can perhaps light the flame uh, of the all the employees, the thousands of employees over at Hodinkee, to go on strike for a name change. <laughs> so you're suggesting that the Hodiki employees unionize, rise up, and demand a name change so that they can mm-hmm. get some res- respect from their family and friends when they tell them where they work? They don't have to say, 
uh, I work at Hodinkee. Oh no, no, it's valued at twenty five million dollars. It's a very big. Th- they they could just say <laughs> they could just say you know I work at Hodinkee or I work at you know watch store. Yeah, it'll be it'll be the <laughs> the the United Brotherhood of Hodinkee employees. <laughs> <laughs> We need to mock up a logo for them. It looks like the the New Yorker Union logo, but it's just a it's a Rolex it's like a Rolex date just mm-hmm. instead of instead of the New Yorker. Yeah, yeah, we're not going to cross that picket line to the Hodinkee no. factory until we get a name change and I I mean, you know what? I feel like some of the responsibility is on my shoulders as, you know, kind of the the spark yeah. that started this flame. You're at the forefront of this movement and I think that it's you know what i'm going to do jason to stand in solidarity with you my brother mm-hmm. i'm not going to buy any watches until this is taken care oh, of dude that means that's right because so i had I, I had the patek in my cart and i you know what <laughs> i'm going to save that thirty thousand and just sit on it until you get some justice okay <laughs> okay well that's cool man thank you for doing that uh no problem you bro. know every no journey problem. begins with a step and those guys do over at the hodinky factory you know what they're looking for right now they're looking for a leader and I don't, I don't know. I didn't think I was going to be that guy, but with COVID and all that has gone on in the last couple <laughs> of years, you know, one thing I've learned is expect the unexpected and, yep, and, yep. you know, kind of heroes are, are kind of, are they going to pop up where you least expected it? No, it's on a, a hero can be unexpected. It can come from anywhere, Jason. I think that's an important thing to remind our listeners. Mm-hmm. You know, I back this as long as you continue to work for me and how long gone without a union. Um, I'm, <laughs> you can unionize against others as long as you keep it out of, out of our family business, then I'll be totally fine with your kind of like uprising vibes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting the your, the union that you guys formed is giving me uprising vibes right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, maybe maybe we'll do. Maybe I'll have to start on the social media. A lot of these unions are having to use. They start. Yeah, you know, it used to be kind of like the groundswell. Well, let's meet in a clandestine meeting room, mm-hmm. you know, and then we'll kind of maybe you know the whispers in the hallway of an uprising but nowadays with technology it's it's gone to social media mm-hmm. I'll, I'll start there and then you know if i see any uh, any hodinky scabs crossing my digital picket line <laughs> you're on notice you're on notice i'm not afraid to use violence to get what i want jason as you know i'm a kind of a direct action you know the amount of factory farms i've lit on fire i can't count on two hands mm-hmm. so it's nothing it's absolutely <laughs> It is absolutely nothing for me to throw red paint on your fucking GMT when you cross the picket line. <laughs> uh, it's it's not a problem yeah, for me. I, and if anyone out there listening believes in this message as strongly as I do and is good at making bomb-ass memes, let me know because that's where it starts. <laughs> I need it to be evil Hodinky be like and then blank. <laughs> you know, evil, evil Hodinky be like, I have a good name for my website. You know, it's it's like the whole <laughs> format of that meme is like, you know, we're just taking like opposite day. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, evil LeBron James be like zero points, zero rebounds. And then you're like, oh my God, this is the funniest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Evil Guy Fieri be like, I'm going to a, a, a three-star Michelin tasting menu and I'm, and I'm not going to wear a bracelet that's made out of stainless steel. Jason, I want to talk to you today about Timberland Green Stride. Timberland Green Strides. It's a it's a brand new series of boots from the good people over at Timberland, and, and these are not your grandmother's beef and broccoli. This is some new technology. What's going on with them, Chris? Bro, 
The soles are made from 75% renewable sugar cane and natural rubber. I know you already know this, but it combines eco-consciousness and comfort, which is two things that I'm pretty uh, bullish on. Uh, yeah, you're bullish on eco. I'm bullish on eco, but Timberland Greenstad uses eco-conscious materials to create styles that are both rugged and lightweight. But Jason, let's not forget durable. You know, you can you can really wear these motherfuckers. You know what I mean? Seventy five percent renewable sugar cane. I didn't even know you can make shoes out of that. That is that is very sick. I didn't know that either. I learn something new every day. The Green Strides collection. It's part of Timberland's commitment to making more sustainable products and a greener world with the goal of having a net positive impact on the environment by 2030. That's less than 10 years. Yeah, if we start now, we're going to make it. Shop the men's and women's Timberland Green Strike collection on Timberland.com. Cop your 75% renewable sugar cane, natural rubber, sole, green stride, Timberlands, and stunt on everyone. I think I will. Guy's meme is... You know what? I'm going to take this a step further, Jason. I'm not just going to not buy any watches mm-hmm. i'm gonna i'm taking my royal oak off right now and i'm not gonna even wear a watch until this is this is fixed oh. listeners if any of you if any of you can afford watches i want you to take them <laughs> off right now and i want you to leave them at home until this name change is in effect and then you can go out and proudly show people that you wasted money on a watch when you can look at your phone for the time <laughs> you know I, I i i want you i want you to do that and if it's a, if it's a hand-me-down Cartier from your dad and it has sentimental value, that doesn't mean shit to me. Mm. And I want you to rem- I want you to remember that. Get to stepping. Yeah, this union stuff has really got legs, Jason. We'll, we'll table this for now, but I think mm-hmm. that, yeah, if, if if you guys want to submit uh, Hodinkee Union graphics to Jason, that'd be great start because we're kind of busy. Mm-hmm. So if you don't mind, yeah. we can boycott. We have a voice, but we don't have a lot of time. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I can't really. Yeah. You know, I can't I can't march and stuff. I've kind of got to make money. So if you guys can kind of look after that, that'd be that'd be great. We are an army of one, but we can't be a union of one. The whole point of a union is it takes it takes a, a whole team of people. And we need and obviously I know how to do graphic design, make a meme. Mm-hmm. But as Chris said, I am busy. Very busy. I do. I have to cut my fingernails, and I'm, I got a couple loads of laundry coming up today. I know you're washing your hair today. It's Sunday, so that's big. I am going to wash my hair. I, I didn't have time to do a haircut. I might have to do a haircut when I'm in NYC. I'm going to have to pull up to Tuft. Shout out to Tuft for hooking up Jason's beautiful. Uh, it's. I wouldn't really call it a hookup, as it is a uh, full payment. It is a sixty-two dollar uh, lineup. <laughs> Well, if you want to come, if you want to come to the East Ninth Street barbers, uh, the Russian guys that listen to classic rock. Well, I'm a, I'm afraid that my hairstyle demands a little bit more of a contemporary touch. You just have you know three millimeters of hair covering your entire head, and that's about it. You, obviously, that's you do get point. a little straight razor cleanup, edge up, fade on the back and the sides. But for me, yeah. I need something with a little bit more of a salon touch. Yeah, and only a gay man can touch that head. It's not necessary, but it is nice. It's preferred. But yeah, I'll be washing my hair today. Please fucking believe, bro. I'll be scrubbing. I'll be scrubbing my kneecaps with some soft services bar, bro. I've been I've been scrubbing. I've been scrubbing my ass with soft services on on the daily. My thighs have never looked better. I'm I'm trying to get my quads shiny. Shiny quads. Yeah, I had um, you know, I, obviously I was just in Hawaii for the last week, so my base tan. You're going to be a little spooked when you see me. Tan TJ is going to be coming in a little bit darker than you'd expect for you know the fall, autumn, winter months. Do you are you trying are you trying to get arrested in Texas or is this is this <laughs> what what's the I don't know what the 
Are you sure? You didn't think this through, is what I'm trying to say. I don't think you thought I'm this through. I'm two shades away from border jumper. Okay, well, you're not going to... We, luckily, we're not renting a car, so you should be safe. You know, there's no there's no driving involved. But <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm going to say this now, you know, for you. I actually... You know, I got a little sun myself, Jason, because I was I was um I was starring in a in a music video. Okay, so hype Will- Williams gave you a jingle and said we need you to pop in. Hype hype called me. He said, "Chris, we need you to star in this video." And they sent me the treatment, and I was like, "You know what? I don't have time for this, but I'm going to make time for you, hype." Dude, that's sick. Um, in this case, uh, hype's actually a Jewish guy from New York named Ben Klein, but don't worry about that. <laughs> um, okay, but the the. I had a great time, but I was driving around. Were you this, featured this, talent or a featured extra? I'm, I'm, I'm the star. Okay, I'm the star. I'm the, I'm the leading. I was first on the call sheet. There wasn't a call sheet, but I would have been first mm-hmm. if there was. Okay. So, so the the band that the music video is for, they're not even in it. It's just you. Uh, unfortunately, they are in it. Um, but I, I, I couldn't. I didn't have script revision in my contract, so I kind of had to let them do their thing. But I. Mm-hmm. I had to drive a convertible all over Los Angeles from the torch boardwalks of Venice to the beautiful hills of Brentwood. Jeez, that is a lot. I got a lot of sun. What kind of convertible are we talking about? McLaren? What color? What year? I, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to drop that because it's kind of part of the charm of the oh. film. Mm-hmm. But it's not nice. So, it's, so it feels like it's it's not it's not too okay. It feels like it's no, going to have it's like a nice. Tyler the Creator feel where you're going to have maybe a, a vintage lesser desired car from yeah. from the 80s or something like that mm-hmm. it'll have a lot of character and charm but exactly it, 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 you're it's missing some of the creature you, you don't have the seat heaters or the seat coolers no doesn't have apple play enabled stuff like that. much like the star much like the star of the video it is full of charm but it is a little bit old um so i my, oh, the, you're the, sweet you sweetheart chris and the car were similar but i i had a really honestly it was it was very fun and i i just i don't know i had a, I had a good time because i i didn't i was like damn this is gonna be a long day and it was a fucking long day but i just love la bro it's so nice man what's walk me through the craft services um erwan venice that's not bad that's not bad no it wasn't bad i didn't eat anything of course because i i, I just had a bar but speaking of bars jason i'm, I'm not talking about xanax or rap mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. unfortunately there's been a short the go macro company i think is suffering a shortage we are striking you know that right but the the go the go macro corporation the the peanut butter chocolate chip my hashtag stop macro my favorite my favorite go macro it's it's unavailable on um bezos farms and then if you go if you go into bezos farms locations it's it's picked over it's it's not a plenty there's no looking like looking like a a post quarantine walmart chicken finger toilet paper aisle (laughs) yeah exactly yeah so it's it's been pretty tough on me so what are you doing for calories nowadays chris all right what are calories jason (laughs) you know it's kind of I, I consider calories to be a construct if you really think about it. So, well, you know, nobody likes like the the fossil fuel oil market, but it is something that we need. A little something called fuel, Chris. And even you need fuel, don't you? Uh, I do need fuel. No, I, I've moved on to there's there's a bar that uh, a friend of the show Benjamin Edgar put me on to called Pro Meal. That's a that's kind of a fun name. It sounds delicious. I mean, my, my, I'm licking they're, my chops at the sound of that name. They're good. So I've I've ordered a couple of cases of those. I've packed a few in the the Ramoa for this tour. Um, and I'll, you know what, Jason, I'll pick up one for you. At the local Bezos farm. No need to. So no need to. The it. good people over at Laird Superfoods, they bless me with that. I think they they recently acquired a bar company called Picky. 
picky bars. Great. So you're just going to eat that chalk in a bar? Oh, no, 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 no. It's not. It, it, are they it's delicious? Not, no, yeah, they are pretty good. And they're small as well. So I know you like that. Oh, I've seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love small stuff. So it's a it's a guilt-free, you know, 100, 100 calorie type situation. I don't know how many calories are Oh, that's are nice. That's I mean, nice. but it can't be that much. No, it's probably small. No, but I, so I've been kind of spiraling uh, on that. Uh, it's it's a little it's unfortunate, um, but I did I had to fuck up my routine this week and go to Erwan for a smoothie instead of Whole Foods, mm-hmm. and um, unfortunately the size was small, but the flavor was plentiful. Flavor's good. Size the size and price is a little twisted. Obviously, yeah. Uh, I, I know you don't check for price tags at the smoothie aisle, but you know it's not it's not uncommon. Like sometimes my girlfriend will be like, "Oh, you're going to Erwan? Can you get me the blah 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 smoothie?" And it, you know it's like. Is, do we really need a twenty dollars smoothie? Is what is what going on in here worth twenty dollars? I don't know. The only place where a twenty dollars smoothie is applicable is at Sun Life. Sun Life. That that's the only place I'll pay twenty and be happy about. It's it. got to have some blue algae type shit in it where I know it costs a lot of money. No, I need some shit that's refrigerator only. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's some shit they got to take out of a fridge and put it in there. Mm-hmm. I don't want shelf stable. That's that's cheap stuff. Yeah. I, I want I want it has to be refrigerated is kind of what I'm going for. Your uh, your MCM drinks shelf stable <laughs> smoothie products. <laughs> uh so are you are you just so happy to be back in LA even though you're leaving? I feel like can we just say right now on the record that you aren't allowed to go to Hawaii again for until 2022? Are you willing to stand with me on that? I don't want to go to Hawaii. <laughs> do you maybe want to, do you maybe never want to go again? Is that possible? No, no, no. I do. I do. Even even my girlfriend who loves Hawaii and vacations was like, All right, I think I'm a little Hawaii'd out." It just seems boring. It is it is a little boring, but I guess that's kind of the point. Mm-hmm. You get there fast and you take it slow, not unlike Jesus Christ. What what Eagles song is that? No, that <laughs> that is um that is the beach boys kokomo okay oh of course which of course, you know now looking back as a as a woke adult i realize really is just a commercial for kokomo i think it was just paid for by the tourism board of aruba and jamaica and and the bahamas Ooh, i want to take you mm-hmm. yeah where, where is been. kokomo i don't even know bro i don't fucking know mexico probably uh Coco- it's in jamaica it's the sandals oh, okay. the sandals Ro- royal caribbean resort of so jamaica you're, you're saying that the the beach boys who who have uh, most people consider pet sounds to be one of the greatest albums of all time mm-hmm. recorded an ad, recorded an ad for the sandals resort that's right and featuring john stamos on drums john samos on bongos yeah that's right i mean when i was a little kid and kokomo came on the on the radio oh man i love that song did you black did you start dabbing in the back of your mom's minivan this is before we had dabbing oh i thought you invented the dab a long time ago and just kind of kept it low i d- <laughs> <laughs> the the public wasn't ready for it and i'm glad well, that I, think I, I think your mo- your mom was kind of ahead of the game because her and jobs were connected and she was like look there's gonna be this thing called the iphone mm-hmm. you can't you can't dab until the shit drops because it's not going to take off the same way i mean looking back i mean i'm glad i ended up how i ended up now like you know a, a smart adult person but mm. looking back it kind of fucked up my childhood to to have to do that uh, to have to keep back all of this genius until there was a shareable place when you're a kid you don't understand this type no. of business no you don't and that's why we plan on not bringing any lives into this world yeah well all i'm trying i'm gonna have to turn my computer off tonight because 
everybody's favorite TV show is back on HBO at 9 p.m. Eastern. Succession day. People need to li- literally get a life, though. It, it, the way they talk about succession is like they're being paid money to, to like it this much. I don't think it's that good. Well, I, I think it's less of it being an amazing show, which it is a good show. I think it's... I, I like it. it comes, no, I think it's a good show, too. I think too. it's a good show, and I know you think it's a good show. I think it more boils down to the competition out there is so bleak but see jason i i don't agree with i i I agree with you because you're right but the people simp for tv constantly that's all they do so i so it makes me believe that people like other shows as much as they like this one you know what i mean you know tv is so much bigger and and makes much more money than the film industry nowadays which is sort of the flip-flop inverse of the way it used to be tv was kind of a joke and then you have to be in movies if you want to get any respect or money in this tinsel town yeah and it's kind of flipped you know do you think it has something to do with just our you know our attention span we're reading less books we're you know all these things yeah totally totally i think it's also just like we said before it's like people are late that's just it's the easiest thing to do it's it's the easiest thing to do it's a low it requires the least amount of mental commitment and i think a lot of it is also like i guess i've noticed with my life partner like after you've had kind of a a long stressful day and you just kind of want to you know veg out in front of the boob tube eat some hummus and you know just fire up the old samsung smart tv you don't want to like, oh, let's watch this documentary about, you know, the trade negotiations of Oslo or let's watch Dior and I another time, even though she doesn't want me to do that. Let's watch. We, I need to watch something that is mindless. That's only going to last a half an hour, 22 minutes yeah. with commercials removed. And it's just like, this is good. I like. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately for you, you have to watch commercials because I I've, no. you know from experience. You don't pay for the for the non-commercial. That's the last. I told you. I warned you the last time. If you make one more <laughs> remark, I will cut you. It's it's nothing to cut a bitch off of my Hulu. Well, unfortunately, I do need the password for Hulu because there's a new show about oh, yeah. the opioid opioid ep- epidemic starring Michael Keaton. So if you just don't mind, oh, maybe I'll watch that tonight and I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll fucking ice you out like my fucking I'll Vin, I'll, patty. I'll Venmo you. Th- I'll Venmo you three dollars for my portion <laughs> of the monthly, just so you can upgrade. It's kind of interesting you- how you know that you know exactly <laughs> how much money it costs extra to go from nine ninety nine per month. <laughs> A literal exactly three dollars to switch over to the ad free kind of funny how that works you little penny pincher i've never i've never pinched a penny i've and it's bad i watched uh i actually watched something very informative on the way over to uh to texas um there's a bbc documentary about the murdoch family uh the most powerful media dynasty of our generation and i gotta tell you i loved it i loved every every minute of it so i'm saying if i can watch educational stuff then so can you idiots a lot of people would say that the HBO Succession is a little bit of a, a, a Murdoch documentary, Chris. Yes, but I can watch the real. But the thing, the other thing about Succession, I've seen people saying, is that the cast is hot, and they're not. <laughs> no one on the cast, like no one on the cast of Succession, is hot. You guys are absolutely demented. Like you can't. Talent and hotness are not the same thing. You can't. You can't just. Uh, it just doesn't. There's literally no. I, I would. Ag- I would disagree with that. Talent can take you a, a far way i know that you would let cousin greg top you off but like yeah i don't yeah i mean cousin greg i, I dm'd him to come on this podcast and he never responded so yeah we can talk shit on he's him. busy sorry he's he's busy guest bartending at ray's you know because he <laughs> he doesn't he doesn't have it he's not just a, he's not just the owner he's also someone who loves attention so much that he'll pour a whiskey soda i heard a rumor recently that upset me that he is uh 
he is apparently a generous lover. If I was a person that was attracted to Cousin Greg, I wouldn't like to have sex with him. I feel like he would say weird things during intercourse that would take me out of it. I appreciate that he probably thought his career was going to go nowhere, and now he's like extremely famous and acting out because I think that's a, co- a common thing that people do. Yeah, I, I just don't the absolute obsession with him. I just don't get like he's he's good on the show, but like what what else is there, guys? Like I guess I would say it goes back to what I was saying before about the competition of what else is going on. There, you know, there's nothing else on TV that's really that good, so it makes this stand out so much more. And the characters on Succession at least in the beginning, were kind of a little boring and uneventful. And Cousin Greg was the only real comedic relief or like reprise and this kind of procedural, you know, weird shit going on. So like, I love him because he's the only thing to latch on to. Here's the here's the arc of what happens. Somebody like that who's a fucking dork gets gets a job. He's pretty funny. Then then people start to dress him up in designer clothes mm-hmm. and put him everywhere and then people decide he's hot when he's actually not and then mm-hmm. he becomes what's cousin Greg going to do now? He's cousin Greg for the rest of his career. Like what, what like can he do anything else? He's he's Carrie Bradshaw. Carrie Bradshaw's a little and I I would say maybe I'm more I'm no, kidding, no no no, but, I know you're kidding, but I I would maybe compare it more to like uh Napoleon Dynamite kind of vibe. Like what's what's exactly what's man doing? What's man doing right now? Not a whole lot. Exactly. You know what he's is. doing? I mean, he's he's at the Coinstar machine trying to put trying to put a 40 <laughs> bag together. <laughs> You're saying Napoleon Dynamite's now at the Kroger trying to He's like, "Damn, damn, these pesos don't go in here. I guess I got to get some American." <laughs> what's that guy's name? Oh, I have no idea. I mean, I, that's I how forgotten saw, he is that, that everyone's like, "What's um what's Napoleon Dynamite's uh, real name?" And everyone is I like, "I never saw oh, that movie because uh, his, I hated it. I hated it." His name is uh vote for pedro that's his name you know like that's what people would like if you google that more pictures will come up of him than if you google his actual name vote vote for cousin greg (laughs) (laughs) vote for greg vote for greg yeah i mean i'm I'm excited to watch succession a little bit i guess i don't know if i'm gonna have time to enjoy it tonight because i'm on tour mode it's the exact opposite of album mode yeah i i don't i won't watch it tonight of course but i'll i'll watch it eventually i mean i just don't care I just can't care. This is the worst. This is probably the worst example of the internet absolutely ruining something that I can think of in, in like recent memory. Mm-hmm. Like the 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 fervor and like frothing at the mouth to talk about succession is is exhausting. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, nowadays life is pretty hellish, so we have to hold on to whatever shards of entertainment or happiness that we can clamp onto and that's why i make this podcast let me let me make a suggestion to to everybody who is is you know waiting with bated breath to watch succession you should try exercise let me just let me let me suggest that you let me suggest doing something that stimulates your body and your mind you know you little couch potato okay and we could start slow just watch succession while you foam roll that's day one episode one we'll do that episode two next week we're doing planks while we're watching Succession. Epis- yeah, and then episode three, I want to see you in the Peloton treadmill in a light jog. You know, something you can have a conversation oh, while you're doing it. How many people do you think are going to be watching Succession from the Peloton tonight? I think hopefully people like me, like freak 5 a.m. CEO types, but probably not very many. Yeah, I've been doing a lot of uh, 5 a.m. wake-ups lately on my CEO swag. Not because I'm a CEO or because I'm doing anything important. It's mainly just the, the wildly oscillating time zones that i am 
being thrown into touchdown tj you know the the when the wheels hit the airport that's where you sleep yeah like this morning I, even though i'm on hawaiian time which is three hours early i still woke up pretty early and and my girlfriend was like what the, like you're supposed to be waking up later not earlier no bro i no. just i just couldn't do it you knew you had some work to do I, I gave you some tasks and i appreciate you for accomplishing those um, i'm not quite done no, i know but i was gonna lie to the to the listener so that's all good bro that's all good <laughs> i need to go i have a lot of errands to run today bay's parents are coming over tonight and and i'm expected to get some supper on the table chris yeah have you ever heard of a thing called uh, uber eats I don't want to do that. I'm a I'm a craftsman in the kitchen, and luckily, thanks to friend of the show Emily Oberg, um, we were we were gifted some Petrosian caviar. So I need to work that into my into my uh, menu tonight. Yeah. So yeah. So you buy some potato chips, bro. I'm 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 I'm, I'm happy to see you work that, well, that into your menu. That's just course one. That's don't, just course don't one. Don't fool our don't fool our poor listeners into thinking that caviar requires preparation. It doesn't require preparation, but when you have a, a luxury in, ingredient on the menu like that, yeah, that's uh, that's something that you have to build the whole menu around. I like see. if you have if you have a nice watch from Hodinkee, yeah, and that's the star of the show. You kind of build your look around the watch, not yeah. the other mm-hmm. way around. So, you know, I don't want to do lobster. That's a little no 2019. I, I, it is. It is. I mean. I'm sure you'll get your little menu together, and I'm sure you're very excited on the eve of leaving for Austin, Texas. You have to cook an entire meal. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure you're. I'm sure you're really looking forward to that. You don't have anything else for, my, for the in-laws. You don't have anything else you want to be doing at all. So I'm glad that you're able to do that. Maybe that you would definitely not want to be laying on the couch e- eating edibles, watching Succession. I know you don't want to. Be, you would much. Rather I do be, need to get some edibles today. Thank you for reminding me. Yeah, you do. You uh, do. Need to, it's it's tough. I w- when I was in Hawaii, I did get to smoke some of that Maui Wowie, but. You know, I I don't like to travel with flour on me. Listeners know that, so I am sort of beholden to the edibles. Well, don't worry. In Austin, I, I, I think that luckily in Austin, our show is presented by On It. Uh, so I'm gonna be okay. I'm gonna be absolutely gassed on MCT oil for the entire time that we're staying in Texas, which is luckily in. in quite shockingly so legal in texas so i'm gonna have a machine gun oh, the mc mct oil is legal over there or are you talking about marijuana no i'm gonna have a i'm gonna have a machine gun in one hand and an mct oil coffee in the <laughs> other and, and you know what's and there's no mask in sight walking down south congress asking who wants a fucking piece you know what i mean <laughs> I'm gonna say, point me in the direction of Joe Rogan's studio. I got something to say. Okay. Okay. Have we? Have you? I mean, I think we should try and track down Rogan. I think we can go on some of the Discord servers or the message boards and find out his exact address. Mm-hmm. I am. I am ready, willing, and able to be uh, kind of speared by one of his security <laughs> guards as I as I sort of make my way over the chain link fence in a fumbling manner. And I'm okay with that. As long as I get a non-fatal wound, uh, yeah, I'm good to fine. go. Yeah, it's fine. It's worth it. It's good for the content stuff. I, I believe, if I remember correctly, when Maddie, friend of the show, Maddie Matheson, was was talking about his appearance, that it's in like a strip, like the studio's in like a strip mall somewhere. In like suburban, like I don't think it's in the city necessarily. And it's like, pr- mm-hmm. it's purposely nondescript. So, uh, you know, no doctors from CNN can go there and try to kill him. Yeah, I was on the on the fucking on the plane yesterday. So I'm coming home from from Hawaii to LAX. And even though, you know, like we've been doing a lot of traveling throughout, you know, the regular cities of America mm-hmm. and seeing, you know, the worst that America has to offer in terms of people who are able to afford plane tickets. 
but you you would think that flights leaving and heading out of LA or New York, no, you know, it's going to be a little torched, bit better. But torched, man. I mean, and also like people who can you know afford to go to Hawaii for a week and fly out of LAX and blah 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 on a Delta flight, you'd think it'd be a little bit more of an upper echelon crowd. No, Jason, you've been to Orange County before. You know what the people look like. I do. I mean, they got money, but they don't know how to spend it right. But I was I was sitting I was sitting in front of there was a couple. Uh, two females, and I think they were. I think they were. Hold on, hold on. You're hold on. You're saying these two females were in a relationship? I I'm not positive. I didn't ask them, but I was getting that vibe. And they were they were the people on the plane that that be talking all through the flight. That's why we don't. You know what That's I'm why saying? we don't sit next to each other because I, I, I like no one wants to hear us <laughs> podcast for an hour on the on the plane. But you know nowadays the plane because we have the entertainment. And we have the, you know, they don't, they don't give you any like alcohol or they don't let you smoke or that, you know, there's no real like opportunity or reason to conversate with your partner or whatever. So you just kind of put on the, the noise canceling headphones and you watch friends over and over again until you land and then you eat the pretzel. But these, these people did not get that memo and the people and the guy sitting in front of me did not get that memo. This was, this was one of the loudest talkingest flights over you know like there's a there's a common stereotype that uh my friends in the african-american community are are commonly known to be talking all through a movie you've heard that before right i don't know what you're talking about which is something that i enjoy and i love going to movies where very funny very funny people of any color race or background speak up and talk all through a movie as long as it's funny it's kind of like the comedic rule of like you're you're allowed to make any joke if it's good as long as it's funny. You know, if you can you can make a 9/11 joke or whatever, an abortion joke, but it has to be really good. And luckily the African American community delivers that comedy, but you know, I want to know what it is like that makes people feel like they need to be talking all through the entire flight, you know, a silent solemn moment where you're just flo- floating through the sky. But they were they started out by talking like the next time we're on a flight we're going to go to Thailand and we don't and we're just going to save up our money for the next month and then we'll just stay in hostels and go through Thailand. Oh god. And they were talking about how they're down to get down and dirty. And these are two women that I would say are about 50 years old. This is dark. They talked through the entire like 4 or 5 hour flight about truly nothing and then at the end they were doing that thing that like only like 5 year olds will do where they look out the window once once you're kind of the plane is landing and it's approaching and you can sort of like start to make out the city and buildings and things like that. You're not just looking at the clouds anymore. Mm-hmm. And they would go, they would go through and talk and identify everything that they saw. So they would be like, "Jesus Christ, see those buildings over there? That's downtown L.A." And they're like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." And then they're, they'll, we'll, you'll see the Hollywood sign, and then they'll be like, "That right there, that's the that's the Hollywood Hills." And they <laughs> were just, they were just right narrating there? everything that they were seeing. <laughs> I don't know. It's something that's changed over the last year or whatever, like during the COVID times of like, wow, this person is an idiot. What's wrong with them? This person sucks. I hate them. I want them to get away from me. And then it's sort of morphed into, I think this person has like a, some type of disorder or like, like I, 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 I begin hating them, feeling animosity towards them. And then I uh, eventually begin feeling sorry for them because I think that they have some type of, like mental disorder and it's like not even a funny thing anymore and that ha- that's happening to me more and more all the time and i just don't under i mean i don't know i mean obviously mental health 
issues are on the rise as uh, as we're making our last few spins around the sun. Like, are you saying that you had your your headphones on, you could hear them through it? Oh yes, oh yes. But that that's just where the story begins. And then, so those are the two people behind me, and I can hear them yammering whenever whenever the film I was watching mm-hmm. the um, film. I'm you know, sure it was a, a film. Had a quiet moment. <laughs> Not a movie. I was watching the documentary about uh, New York booksellers. It's actually a pretty good oh, documentary. I've, I've, You've seen it. Before. You know, I've seen that. I paid for that. You know. Okay. That. You support the arts. So I was, but you know, it's not necessarily, uh, you know, a Fast Five explosion movie. It's a lot of lulls. Sure, so, there's not a lot of noise. You know, the, I, I heard them yammering. But then the guy in front of me, he was probably, you know, about the same age, like a 50-year-old guy, like seemingly successful looking, like a normal human being. He did have a, uh, you know, a weird roller bag that was like a one of those like sports duffels that had w- mm-hmm. wheels on it, which was a little odd for, you know, a guy well, it was, a, it was like a free. It was a free gift for the subscription to Sports Illustrated. So it was a Kenneth. It was a Kenneth Cole reaction roller duffel. This guy probably. This guy probably owns a McLaren. But anyway, continue. <laughs> <laughs> but he was. He had forgotten his headphones, and oh. he decided that he was going to listen to the Dave Chappelle episode of the joe rogan podcast what the fuck um, and, and i remember uh, you know it came out like a month ago month or so ago and you know every joe rogan podcast is like four hours long so he basically listened to the entire episode no one said anything i would have said something to him you got to say something i almost did but he, no headphones and he was holding the phone up to his ear Jesus the entire Christ. flight the entire like four hour long episode whatever however long that podcast was that's just that's bad that's bad for the elbow i know bro i i, I kind of felt bad for him and I, and I heard like you could hear voices and i'm like who the fuck is talking and the people sitting next to him had the noise canceling on so they didn't even know what was going on what the whole time they're watching friends but i finally like got up out of my seat and looked over like give him like a bro what are you doing and then when i saw that he was listening to rogan at full blast uh, on the plane, I was like, "Okay, this is too, this is too crazy. I gotta let him cook." I was peeing next to him in the stall once we landed, and I almost had a convo with him. But that's I because not to. this is see the the problem is if he would have been listening to something else, you you wouldn't have let it slide. But because it was Rogan, yeah. and Chappelle, your two favorites, you let it you <laughs> let it slide. It was just too funny. It was just too funny. There was a guy on our flight here in first class wearing a uh, American flag uh gator style mask you know what i mean the ones mm-hmm. that you pull up yeah uh with like i mean the vibe was full blue lives matter i own multiple guns mm-hmm. he was uh, he was watching the dave the, the controversial dave Chappelle uh special oh, on netflix okay so i think Ch- i think Chappelle, because of his anti-trans stance has crossed over into blue live <laughs> i think he's got a blue lives matter fan base now which i would have never expected he's because what are the um the two african-american women who are like the trump people they're they're like diamond and yeah he's that yeah which is something i did not expect that's how twisted our world has become that dave Chappelle, you know one of the foremost spokespeople about racial issues in the world obviously using comedy to do so but you know speaks on race a lot has now become like oh you're the one guy that we can fuck with kind of like how tim dylan has become like oh he's gay and he's the gay guy that we can like now because he yeah you know, he says crazy stuff it's it's really crazy it was really crazy to see that also I guarantee you that guy's watching the special because he heard 
what it was about. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like he purposely chose like, Oh, I think this guy is, is, is shares my insanely upsetting values mm-hmm. and I want to give him a stream. And he was like, well, I've, I've never watched stand up from a colored man before, but here I go. So you're saying this guy, this guy, he's not like Foxworthy's opener. He's just a, he's just a different comedian altogether. Okay. All right. Well, I'll give it a shot. If he, you know, He's got them blue, kind of values. Blue, blue, blue collar lives matter tour. <laughs> <laughs> blue collar lives matter tour. But I, I mean, it, it's yeah. Traveling is truly it's so bad right now, and I'm I'm happy to do it. Of course, it's like super fun, but it really is crazy. <laughs> it really is, but it really is crazy what you see out there. Like you kind of forget when you go a year without flying. Uh, what it mm-hmm. what what truly happens even and even at the top that's the thing even at the top as a as a diamond medallion member you think i would be shielded from this sort of disgusting behavior i was wondering how long it was going to take you to work that in well it took f- 52 minutes and 16 seconds you're welcome <laughs> um but the but the but the the diamond medallion doesn't shield you from the guy going to the bathroom with his socks on it doesn't shield you <laughs> it doesn't shield you from the guy that's checking his rifle and wearing a, a blue lives matter punisher skull shirt it doesn't stop you from the worst dregs of humanity it can't you can't really avoid it if even if you want to it's true i mean you can avoid it if you 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 think you can avoid it in new york and la but it's it's bigger there than it ever has been too it's it's everywhere we look you gotta go private that's the only way i guess it's the only way is to go private and and even then it's it's you know i feel like the 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 you know the the pilot is probably wearing you know like his marine garb under his uniform Uh you know or he's got (laughs) or you see him like tying a shoe and he's got a blue lives matter logo socks on or something you know it's (laughs) like that that, that's the kind of people that do those jobs you know i guess so i guess so yeah even even yesterday we were when we were on the flight i think i think um carolyn went she like went to go use the restroom and we were sitting pretty close to the front so she i think she used like the the front first class bathroom and she was like like every surface of the bathroom was wet. Like yeah, the yeah, walls yeah, yeah, were yeah. wet. <laughs> like I, yeah. you couldn't walk into the bathroom without having the shoes that you're wearing mm-hmm. become, you know, soaking wet. And obviously it's not like, oh, a little puddle of rainwater. It's just it's seventy-eight other people's piss. And she's like, "It's why is it on the floor? Like, why is it on the walls? I have why some is theories. the mirror wet? I have some theories. Obviously, turbulence you can't control that. And then, <laughs> and then also though, there's I think that the I think that because the room is so small, the hand washing can get a little wild. Yeah, that's true. That's that's true. You know, but I would say it's mostly urine. I would say it's mostly urine. <laughs> I, I don't I don't mean to I don't mean to I'm not arguing with you. I just think there's a lot of factors. That's all. Like you like nowadays, like when you go on a flight, sometimes you'll go. And, you know, maybe you'll kick the loafers off on a longer flight, mm-hmm. you know, something like that. But now you ha- you have to wear like one of the like you have to dress like you're going to a, a music festival somewhere in England. <laughs> yeah, I'm wearing you, you my, have to. <laughs> yes, I'm going full Alexa Chung with my knee high <laughs> Hunter Wellies to use the to use the restroom on the plane. I, I pack those in my carry on <laughs> and only pull them out. It's like the way that people would change into slippers. <laughs> I change into my. My navy blue hunter wellies to hit the to hit yeah, the and, restroom. And pro tip: when you're flying with the wellies, you know you can stuff those wellies up with socks and your dop kit and all that stuff. It'll hold a lot just when you're trying to cram that's, it into the. That's tumor. a great point. It's it, it's 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 not only a a protective footwear, but it's also a vessel for a couple wine bottles, whatever you want. But yeah, I mean, you, it used to be like you know if you're gonna fly, you know don't wear open toe shoes or you know 
no sandals, things like that, because you, you're going to step in human urine. Mm-mm. And now, since it's sort of up to the ankle, we will need the Hunter Wellies. I'm wearing I'm wearing Solomon XT6's front zip Gore-Tex with the tre- <laughs> with the tread to make it the ten steps from the seat to the bathroom. Because once you're in the bathroom, I mean, I have to wear. I, I'm I'm wearing. You don't even want to talk about the sock game. I mean, it's crazy. Mm-hmm, okay, it's, it's crazy, bro. But I'm, I mean, I, that's good advice. Yeah, for anybody taking a flight soon, make sure you bring Gore-Tex uh, footwear for the restroom. It is, it is treacherous. Yeah, I like to. I make sure to use my Timberland Timber Dry technology. That's right. That's right. Good, great idea, Jason. Because before I used to have to just get the 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 gallon freezer Ziploc bags, put those around the old tootsies <laughs> yeah, before that, before I lace up. I know but, that's what yeah. you do with your Jordans in New York, but I'm glad that Timberland has provided you something <laughs> different to do. But I, I think that. We do have a few announcements before we wrap this podcast up. Obviously, we are in Austin on Tuesday night with the brilliant Lomelda at uh, ACL Live. Mm-hmm. Still got some tickets left. Please pull up. We'll be there. Please pull up. Nashville is really canceled, although that bit was genius. <laughs> it is it is true. It's canceled. You'll be refunded. We'll probably come back, but hopefully not. Uh, and then we're in New York on the 23rd, um, and that's sold out, obviously, with Rebounder and some other special guests. Mm-hmm. In addition to that, though, we're going to be in New York on the 21st at the uh, Woolrich store in Soho, just having a fucking party, Jason, with our with our friends at Woolrich. Uh, Kevin Lombardo is going to play some music. Uh, wine is provided by the, the great peoples. Yeah. Wine, our buddies over there. Uh, TJ and I will be in the building, but just pull up and have a drink and listen to some music. It's uh, The show's sold out, so this might be your best chance. Come press the flesh, NYC style. NYC style. Other than that, uh, we are... Some bomb-ass natural wine. We are going to be putting... Uh, thank you for copying the Nalgenes. There's a few more left, but those are those are probably gone by now. Um, we will be putting a few items on the new on the new web store exclusively online for all the people that can't make it to the shows. And these items will be shipping internationally. So all you... Canadians, all our Australians, all our, you know, British friends, mm-hmm. you're, you're going to finally be able to cop from here on out from how long gone. Uh, yeah, we're, 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 and, and I think moving forward, all of our merch yep. will, will also feature that. We have a great new, uh, fulfillment company and we made sure that we can do international shipping for you guys. Uh, I know that's a thing that you guys have been asking for. Um, it, it will be able to ship to anywhere except for Russia until those guys figure Russia, out yeah. some stuff over there. Yeah, triple seven distribution said, "I'm sorry, Russia's off the table." I said, "Well, I don't think that's going to be a problem for us." Um, but yeah, so twenty uh, first at the at the Woolrich store in Soho from six to eight p.m. Uh, and then New York City Bowery Ballroom sold out with Rebounder on the twenty third. Um, and Austin, Texas this Tuesday with Lomelda. Um, and I, I can't wait for Jason to eat barbecue on stage. Yeah. And if you, if you were going to come see us in Nashville, if you're one of the, the few people that <laughs> did buy tickets, you know, how long is a drive to Austin? It's not from Nashville, far. Yeah. If you're, it's look, not super far. If you're, right? if you're from Nashville and you're not broke, get on a plane, buy a ticket for New York on StubHub and come enjoy the experience. You know, I, I can't, I can't tell you what to do, but I can heavily suggest. Okay. So the, the, I would say the drive is going to be, if you don't stop, it's about 12 and a half hours, so maybe... No problem. Leave now. <laughs> Just leave now. Leave now and make a little road trip out of it. Man, you know, I'm sure there's some great stops on the way. I mean, you want to leave Tennessee. Even though Tennessee and Texas are similar, I believe Texas is better. So a little time, a little time, yeah. you know, in Texas never hurt anybody. Yeehaw, bitch. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Uh, how long gone? <laughs> um, we'll see you in Austin. We'll see you in New York. Uh, and then it's on to uh, mm-hmm. Denver and Seattle and San Francisco and L.A., blah, blah, blah. Anyway, 
Um, we'll see you on the road. Thank you guys for listening, and uh, see you soon. Au revoir.